Jump on and get riding. We're talking about Hunter Biden. This crack smoking, gun toting, money grubbing, niece loving fool is the ultimate tool during daddy's rule. This presidential papa's pissan is the problem with our country. His deplorable horn has never been boring. This scallywag scumbag is a drag who likes to brag that he can tag any skank skis or skag. He landed on his face when he launched into space and cooked up his brain with that big daddy cane till he was feeling no pain and draining his vein. He's a hunter for hire with no plans to retire. Sweet daddy Joe keeps him swimming in blow. This miserable man with a scam for a plan left his kids quicker than his daddy did Afghanistan. From UK to China, this family is trying to cover up a scandal too heavy to handle. Maybe Corn Pop found his laptop. So, Here at the Greasy Knuckles, we earn our NSFW rating. We're proud to bring you unedited, unfiltered content. That said, if you're a snowflake or a sensitive type, you might get offended. We support everyone's right to speak freely and put forth thoughts unmuzzled. So enjoy the show, but if you're not 18 or around someone who might not need to hear our thoughts, wear your headphones or find a nice little church program to listen to. Stay greasy. Sorry, we had to get some uh, some gangster rap music because we're talking about one of the the craziest gangsters that ever lived. We're definitely talking about a gangster. He is. Some of you may or may not know him. He's a mobster. He is a gangster. All about the drugs, money, guns. You name it. Yeah. Dollar dollar bills, y'all. He might go by another name called. Hunter Biden. Robert Hunter Biden. Woo! Sunday, what? This guy is crazy. Sketch, sketch, sketch. If you look into his life, it's just. He doesn't live the typical life of. It, it reminds me of a preacher's son. His life and background are as checkered as the white and yellow shades of his teeth. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it reminds me of. You know, the preacher's daughter or the preacher's son, you yeah, know, because yeah. I've said it on this podcast a couple times. I helped start that church, you know, mm-hmm. my family did, it was whatever. The preacher's son, I'm not going to say his name or anything, right. but he went off the fucking rails, like bad. He got strung out on meth, was a fucking hobo, yeah, doing heroin, like all sorts of shit. It's like anybody in a position of power, if they have children, a lot of times, you know, they end up like that. Yeah, and that's exactly what Hunter Biden did. Instead of being like, oh, my dad's a career politician, because Joe Biden's been in office since, like, 1926. Since they they opened office. Yeah, since they opened the motherfucker. He cut the ribbon at the White House. Yeah. (laughs) If you look on the Declaration of Independence, his name is on there. Yeah, scribbled on the side. He was 36 years old, and they wrote the Declaration of Independence. You do the math. He's, like, fucking 200 years old now. But anyways... So he goes, and instead of going, you know what? It'd be easy for me to just kind of fit into politics, using my dad's name. Oh, yeah. He goes, man, fuck that shit. I'm going to make all the money. I'm going to fuck all the bitches. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do anything that I want to do. He's going to have to pay for it, though. I mean, they were all they were prostitutes, you know. Yeah. Everybody on the laptop. Oh, yeah, yeah. And if, if you guys are interested, I know... I'm going to put out a disclaimer at the very beginning of this. Okay. It, Don't assassinate us. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm not suicidal. We're no. just making up the facts. So, let me just put out a daily dose of what the... Fuck! There we go. So, I was thinking... I ran across an interesting tidbit. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking, right? Huh? A lot of these people, they'll either be really far left or really far right and if they talk about hunter biden's laptop it's either man it was the craziest fucking shit i've ever seen or on the flip side of it well it's not that bad i mean republicans are just overreacting i hate that shit yeah it's that bad like i cannot say that if if it is I, that's why i like this show we're not like extreme one way or the other if something's fucked up we call it out yeah Right? It's Calls not... them like a season, boys. Exactly. Uh, exactly like a season. So, if it's fucked up, we're going to cover it. It's not like, oh, well, that's fucked up, but it was a Republican that did it. 
So we can't talk about yeah. it. Oh, that's fucked up. But it's a Democrat that did it. There's clearly no agenda here. Can't talk about it. Yeah. We're just like, <laughs> oh, man, that's fucked up. Let's talk about it, you know? And that's why, I, that's one reason I like this show. And I feel like that's why we haven't taken off. Is <laughs> because we're not like super far to one side or the other where people can be like, yeah. What are you talking about? We have yeah. our own studio. We, How much more taken off can you get? I mean, hey. See the size of the table we sit at? What did Henry Ford say after he made his first million? I don't know. He's going to make another. Oh, you know? Yeah. What do you want now? Another million? So. That other guy's table's not as big as ours. No. That, but, that bald guy with the tattoos that does the interviews and MMA fights and stuff? You know what's Oh, yeah, yeah, What's that guy's name? Joe Rogan? Joe Rogan. Yeah. Yeah, his table's not as big as ours. Or the Hodge Twins. They got That's a little right. bitty table. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if you guys want to compare tables, whip them out. We got them right here. Yeah. Got your beat. Yeah. 14 chairs at our table. Blow the belt. I mean, they're. Yeah, they're well, probably nobody knows. I mean, well endowed. I mean, they're of the. That's just a speculation you're making now. <laughs> hey man, it's like it, it's not racist. It's more like factual, you know. It's not though. I've watched porn before, a lot. I'm just saying. I don't think that's. I don't think that's a factual statement you're making. I think between the Greasypedia and porn, I think I can put them together. I think um, what you're. I think what you're. What you're. You're basing. You're basing your idea off like. A small sampling, if you will. These were large, no, very saying, large. I'm not talking about the size of the material. I'm talking about. Cheers, Cheers. Bud. I'm not going to talk about this too long. No Cheers, no Yeah, that's why. I'm just saying. That's why I was cracking the caffeine. Anyways, I don't want to be talking about black dudes' dicks on this. I don't want to talk about any dudes' dicks on this, right? Oh well, yeah, true. I mean, probably have to talk about Hunter Biden's dick a little bit, but yeah. All right, this, it's that's all this show is going to be. It's, it's just blurry. dicks. Welcome Weird. to the Dick Podcast. It's like a bunch of stacked up pixels and all those pictures. I know. <laughs> so, um, Robert Hunter Biden is the second son of U.S. President Joe Biden and his first wife, mm. Nelia Hunter Biden. So, his mama's middle name is Hunter. I'm guessing that's where he got his middle name. And uh, he was born in 1972, I think is what I found. 70? Born in 1970, so he's 53. When he was two years old, he was in a car crash that killed his mother, who was driving, and his one-year-old sister, Naomi, and seriously injured his brother, Bo, Bo Biden, who died in 2015 from brain cancer. Yeah, so and then Hunter he's now started, the lone hunter. Hunter started fucking his, you know, widowed wife after that. Had an affair... Yeah, he's just all around piece of shit. Yeah, he is. And I mean, who could do that to their dead brother's wife? Yeah, it's, it's fucked up. And then even, uh, so Hunter went on to say that if Joe Biden, oh, Sleepy Joe, man, if he wouldn't have been, like, okay with it and let it be known, like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with you guys fucking and doing your thing, then Hunter said his kids wouldn't have talked to him because they were, like, this is weird. You shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. And Joe's like, hey, man, have keep, at it. Keep you know? the family. Yeah. Closer to Ken, the deeper it goes in. And yeah. then they were like, oh, shit. Yeah, Let Bidens cool. be Bidens. <laughs> they were like, that's cool, man. Yeah. So, I don't know. It, it was, it's pretty telling if your kids are like, whoa, should you guys be fucking, like, your brother's you know, dead and now you're fucking his wife? And you're already married. Like, what's going on? I knew a, I knew a brother and stepsister who got married. Right? No, not stepsister. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, stepsister. Like different mom, different dad. Right? And then the the, the sister's mom and the brother's dad got married. So they lived together in the same house for a few years. Oh wow! But they got married. You want to hear? Oh, sorry. People used to give this guy a hard time about it. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like sister fist and stuff so. like that. So yeah. people used to give him a hard time about it. And one time he said, it's not like we're related by blood. And my thought on that was if you have to use that statement yeah. to justify, like, that was when they were only dating. So if you just quit. Yeah. Like if you have to use that statement to justify your relationship, it's better to just call it quits, well, move on with your life. You know? Yeah. And there, there's what 8.6 billion people now there's too many i mean there's a lot for sure you know like why is it 
you feel that strong attraction to that one That's person. what I'm saying. Like, you're a fucking weirdo, guy. That's what just, I'm saying. Just move. Backass like, travels fast in a small town. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. as, soon as, as, soon as, it, as soon as they were dating, everybody in town knew it. You know, as soon as they came, like, because that's what we did in small town. You, you've been in small towns, growing up in small town. Yeah. Everybody just kind of hangs out in town on the weekend. There's nothing to do. So as soon as they started, like, riding around together in his truck, you're like, hmm, they're probably banging. And then it came out they were. You want to know the two weirdest relationships I've ever personally known? Yeah. All right. There's a guy in the Navy with me. I'm not going to dox him or anything, but he was in the Navy with me. He married his sister. Okay. Now, we found this out, like, through the grapevine, you yeah. know? So, apparently, they were adopted together. So, they weren't, like, blood relatives. Oh, okay. But they were adopted as very young children. Yeah, like so they grew up together. two years old or some shit. Right. They grew up together, and they were banging and stuff, and then eventually got married and had kids and mm-hmm. all that. And when it came through the grapevine, I went up to him, I was like, dude, this can't be true. Like, are yes. you married to your sister? And he, he would just throw his arms up and be like, oh, my God. We're not like, and he would use that yeah. same thing. We're not blood related. No. Like, yeah, yeah, we're brother and sister, but, you know, we were adopted together. Yeah. Like, all right, all right, that's cool. Like, if you were 17 and she was 17 and y'all got adopted together, I could see that. Right. You know? Yeah. Hey, what's up? We're friends now. Oh, shit. Yeah, hey, we like each other. Whatever. It's almost like just being roommates for a year. Yeah. Because you're almost adults. Yeah. Yeah. Then you see her walk out of the bathroom and she got some big old titties. They're like, all right, you know what? I can behind it. If that's your thing. If that's your thing. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, I'm but they grew so up together, like kindergarten together, yeah. first grade together, like that kind of shit. It's like, that's not okay. Yeah. You guys. That's strange to me because. That, that is. I have stepsisters and I can barely hug them. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and it's, it's not like anything against them. And they're a little bit younger than I am, but you know, everybody's an adult now. Yeah. But I'm saying like, even when, even, even when the oldest one was 20 or whatever she was, 19 or 20. And I think I was like 23 or 24. It wouldn't cross my mind to like try to make a move on her. Yeah. Ever. Because it's fucking weird. Like that's not normal shit. Now the other one is my uncle. Yeah. Right. So my uncle, Oh God, this is fucked. So my uncle married this, this lady. Mm Mm-hmm. Nice lady, whatever. So he got married, had a kid, did all that shit. So his now mother-in-law and my other uncle, so the mother-in-law and... His brother? His brother. Got it. His blood brother. Yeah. Started hooking up. Okay. And banging. Okay. And they got married. So now the, <laughs> the, the kid that happened in that relationship, like... With, with my uncle and the girl. Yeah, his uncle's a stepdad. Yeah, now it's Uncle Pop Pop. No, his uncle is his dad. His uncle is his dad now. Or no, his brother is his dad now. Hang on. His brother is his... All right, it's weird. His brother is his legal father. Yeah, wait. Father-in-law. No. Maybe. Wait. <laughs> well... So I mean, you got a family tree. It's really fucking close. Yeah, it's a real small circle. Yeah, it's more like a stick. But, <laughs> so his, so his his uncle, his uncle is also. See, that's a that's a weird setup to try to like. I don't want to spend too much time sitting here like going back it's and forth hard, about dude. it. But but so yeah, like he's not he's not. My yeah. uncle's brother is now the granddad to. His nephew. Yeah, granddad to his niece or nephew or whatever. He's he's like he's like the uh, step almost like he's like the step granddad almost. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we call him Uncle Pop Pop. Yeah. <laughs> Uncle Granddad. Yeah. That's it's weird. fucking. Isn't that a cartoon? Weird. Maybe Uncle Grandpa. That's a cartoon. Uh, well, it must have been modeled after you know. He's not, there's, there's no relation in the cartoon. I don't think my kids have watched this a long time ago. It's like a tiger that flies around the rain, rainbow shooting out its ass or something like that. It's pretty funny. Oh, right. But, but anyhow, I digress. Yeah, so that's like, that's harder to explain to to anybody else than just yeah. like, oh yeah, they're brother and sister and they got married. And so like, I mean, technically there's well, nothing. Uncle Pop Pop. Yeah. <laughs> technically there's nothing there though. Like, you know what no, I mean? Like, no. Yeah, he's, 
He's only related to the girl. Oh, he's he's the the wife's stepbrother. And step. Wait, no, he's the wife's half brother. He's your uncle's wife's half brother because they share a mother. Brother-in-law. Brother. Because he has the same mother. He's a half brother, not a brother-in-law. Your uncle married the girl. Yes. His brother married the mom. Yes. The mother-in-law. Yes. The brother and the mother-in-law had a child, right? No. Oh, they didn't. No. Oh, okay. They're just married. Okay, so the 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 original uncle and the girl had a child. Yep. Right. Okay. Yeah. So he yeah he is Uncle Pop Pop. Yeah. Yep. He is Uncle Pop Pop, and it's the weirdest shit. What are they ever. called? Grandma. Grandma. Annie Granny. <laughs> 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 you gotta bring but that I, up to the next video. I reunion. thought that was weird too. Like Annie Granny and Uncle Pop. You know, now instead of being the mother in law, it's the mister in law, you know, mother sister in law. Yeah. It's the fucking mother in law. So smother it's weird. I shouldn't say that. But that that family tree, like you said, it's a stick with like a branch on it. Yeah, in a way. Like a little twig hanging it's off just, there. It's just the other brother. He should have just kept his distance and not married the mother-in-law. Yeah! I was like, what the fuck is wrong? Like, man, she good looking. She wasn't. <laughs> so my wait. God, she was the ugliest so wait. bitch. So the original uncle that married the girl, how old is he? Uh, he's in his 30s. How old is the girl? In her 20s? I think she's in her 30s, too. How old is the older brother that married the mother-in-law? Oh, he's in his 50s. Oh, so he's quite a bit older than the other. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, because, like, you know. No, he, he's, he's, I think, early 50s. Well, maybe late 40s. Older women make good lovers. I think he might be in his late 40s. <laughs> All right. But, yeah, I can show him to you on Facebook later. And it's like, but he's the method that I was ta- yeah. telling you about. Got these microwaves. Yeah. yeah. We're going to go out here in the shop strip these microwaves. Oh, I brought home some, some leads from work. So check this out. out. Yeah, Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden is an American attorney. We get on Hunter Biden and I talk about how fucked up my family is. Let's get back. (laughs) Hunter ain't looking so bad now. My God, we can be twins. American attorney, businessman, and artist. He also has been a hedge fund. He also has been a hedge fund, venture capital, and private equity fund investor. And he formerly worked as a lobbyist, a banker, public administration official and registered lobbyist firm attorney so he has been like in every job where you can embezzle money or you know use your political influence or your father's political influence to get ahead not to mention the fucking the chinese company the fucking ukrainian company you know everywhere else that he's earning these work and he also was he also was in the navy reserve the crazy thing about it is this dude would get no-show jobs. I know. All the time. And But it's not just Hunter. i got to be clear with that. Like, a lot of politicians' children oh, yeah. get no-show jobs all the time. Oh, yeah. Like, It's like being in the mafia and you get that job down at the docks for your probation officer and you're really just, like, committing crime still. Yeah. It's the same shit. It's you never just, have to show up. You never have to clock in. They'll write you a check every week. Yep. And that company in China? Yeah. Or, yeah. BHR com- Partners. It was one of them. I don't remember the one which he, one. The one he helped start? No. The one that he got. So he got put on payroll for a million dollars a year. He never had to go to work. He ne- it was a no-show job for a million dollars a year. And I think that's would, the one. I think that's BHR. It might be. But he would do a lot of these jobs where it was just like lobbying. Mm-hmm. But to be a lobbyist, you have to be registered. There's like a lot of... A lot of red tape you got to go through. Yeah. So it's not like, you know, just getting money embezzled into you like crazy. They're just funneling funds into you. You have to have like all this tax records and all this shit. But he was like the unofficial, like unofficial official lobbyist of different countries and shit like that. Like if they're in trouble, he'd call them up and be like, hey, I can get you in front of Joe Biden or... Barack Whoever, Obama. Barack Obama, whatever. And they would pay him. And these aren't like cheap little fucking, oh, thanks, man. Here's a couple grand. No. It was like $150,000 a month for some of these companies. Yeah. Just just for Hunter Biden to agree to talk to so-and-so. Sitting right beside the big guy right now. 
Yeah. One of the one of the companies like because he did because he was like a lawyer and all this shit and had been through some business circles, he he actually one of the things he's in trouble for right now with the tax stuff was pretty fucking smart the way he did it. If you did, if you could do it without getting caught. So one of the Chinese, one of the companies, I think it was uh, Burisma, the the Ukraine gas company. Yeah. They paid him seven hundred fifty thousand dollars, right? For whatever reason, not his salary, but just like for one of those hookups or something. You know yeah. what I mean? And what he did was he took that money and he invested it in the Chinese company, BHR or whatever. And then once he invested it, it was not, somehow he did it, it was non-taxable. Like he did like a donation and then he borrowed it back from them like a loan with no interest. So they also couldn't tax that. So he got the check, gave it to that guy. That guy put it in the bank and gave it back to him as a yeah. loan. Tax-free, 750 Gs. There's a lot of taxes on 750 grand. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's just one of the things yeah. they call him doing. But, yeah. That's just one of the things they call him doing. And what's crazy is he got caught, right? Yeah. There's all these politicians and shit, and this is why it's not just like, well, fuck Biden, we need to get rid of that son of a bitch. Like, there needs to be an overhaul of the whole political structure. Like, it shouldn't be you leave office after 12 years and you're, you've got like fucking 20 vacation homes and all this shit. Yeah. Or like Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. Where your salary is 120 grand a year. Yeah, and but you're worth fucking 20 billion dollars. Yeah. Like that more, shit is crazy. Whenever it's like they make a move in the stock market and people are like, what the fuck is this stupid bitch doing? Mm-hmm. And then two months later, that company like quadruples in price. Yep. You know, it's like, oh, that's what they were doing. Those aren't just, well, I believe, I heard from a shaman that this is going to work. Yep. Like, they pass legislation and shit. They Found know about these new phone stands that are just going to take off. Yeah, which, by the way, we're going to start. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, that shouldn't be legal. And when they brought that up to her while she was was in office. Yeah. She was like, no, we shouldn't, like, we should be able to do with, yeah. you know, whatever with our money, market. blah, blah, yeah. blah. And then after she left, yeah. she's like, oh, I'm in full support of it. Yeah. You know? I'm like, you fucking bitch. Of That's course. how you made money yeah. for 40 years, just embezzling into these fucking companies and like, oh, insider you guys trading. are going to go. Yeah, insider trading. Couldn't and, even afford security so your husband didn't get his ass beat while you weren't home. Yeah. You fucking bitch. What an but, asshole not to like leave some security there. For your husband when he when she left, I mean he's he's obviously like a, just a pussy, but I'm saying you know like some guy comes he's in the also house old as shit. I don't care. <laughs> Somebody comes in the house with a hammer. Oh yeah, yeah. That, I mean that, I don't I mean I don't want to get off on that tangent either. That cop should have just like immediately ran in there and put elbows on that guy though. Yeah. So you walking open the door and somebody's holding a hammer. Shoot him in the face. Yeah. Especially if he's not supposed to be there. In the face. Yeah. yeah. At least tase. At least tase. Taser face him, you know? Yeah. Face taser, whatever the word is, but... I'm not going to lie, though. If I walk into my house and there's just some dude I don't know holding a hammer... Yeah. He could have been a construction guy yeah. that my wife hired to, like, hey, come fix Should've the back let me porch. Know. <laughs> you know, he's going. Make sure you send me a text. I'm just here to work on the... Con- Boom. <laughs> and then it's like, bing, bong, you get a little text message. Hey, I, I brought a guy in to hang the... Fuck. Oh, shit. There's a home intruder. <laughs> So I keep an unregistered, unserialized handgun in my pocket. Yeah. Throw it in his hand. Anyways, grab his hand, shoot a couple through the, ro- through the wall. <laughs> I was Perf- shooting that. Perfect crime. So, uh, um, Sir, this was a front porch and you have a ring camera. We've seen everything. God dang. <laughs> damn ring cameras. Catch me in the crime. So, yeah, he did shit like that, though. And, and, and they're, one of the things I heard was he got put on a deferment program for his tax evasion. Two years of probation. Right. But, and, but they, they put him up for all that shit. Like yeah. cocaine, the crack use. And it, it wasn't like, so I can take a video. Right. I can take a video of myself smoking crack. Yeah. You can take it to the police station and there ain't dick they can do about it. Right. You know, like that's not a crime in itself. To smoke crack, to do all that shit, it's not a crime. What is a crime is prostitution, which... His laptop was full of like, "Hey, what's up, homie? You trying to charge me six hundred bucks? All right, you're six like, blatant fucking 
yes, I will pay you for sex kind of shit. And anybody out there that wants to see the evidence, you can go to Biden bidenlaptopmedia.com and it'll pull it up. It's got every picture, message, all that shit. But all 129,000 emails. That's on bidenlaptopemails.com. There you go. But Biden Laptop Media is ran by Marco Polo and they have everything from the laptop. They're Anyways, on Rumble too. Marco yeah, Polo. Yeah. And they're nonprofit, you know, whatever. But they, they received a copy of everything, and they fucking put it up there. Well, but anyways. One of the guys from Marco Polo, he, he was like an IRS whistleblower. Like, he worked for yeah. the IRS, so he's pretty he's legit. You know, like, I think he's the youngest guy of the group mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, anyways, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, so they, they tried to get him for prostitution, and it's also uh, sex trafficking as well. Because yeah. if, you, if you get a prostitute... Say we we'll use like Nebraska. Yeah, that's probably a rough Damn. prostitute. But Nebraska. if if you get a prostitute in Nebraska, and corn shucking hands. I'm telling you, <laughs> calluses like crazy, man. Woo, burn your dick when she gives you a hand job. But if you cross state lines with a prostitute or with the intentions of like getting one and bringing her back, whatever. Yeah, that's sex trafficking. Yeah. So they have them all all this evidence, all that shit. And they brought it forth, and the only things that got hit on was, like, you know, tax evasion. And he's like, oh, no, I already paid that. I already paid my taxes. They're like, huh, okay, well, uh, how does two years of probation and a diversion program sound? He's like, good for me. But he had, like, drug dealing and prostitution and gun use. And, like, the form you have to fill out for getting a firearm is if you're a drug user. Yeah. And he marks no. And they're like, we have video evidence of this motherfucker smoking crack a week before he got that gun. Like, he was a current drug user. And they threw it out. It's crazy, man. Well, I heard one of the reasons that he he wasn't supposed to be... He wasn't supposed to be eligible for the diversion program because of the gun charges yep that by by the law that goes along with that if you've if there's like a gun i can't remember how they said it if if there's like a firearm present during the commission of a crime or you know like if you're if you're charged with some gun crime that you're ineligible for diversion well and so if you fill out that if you lie on that form to get a to get a firearm yeah you're fucked that's 10 years in prison yeah if you commit forgery which that is what it is if you fuck up some paperwork you know whatever yeah while you're filling out that form and you do it knowingly yeah and willfully then that's 10 years in prison that got thrown out so one of the so i just i just i found this that one of the conditions of the plea deal was that he can no longer own firearms oh man yeah so the he he pled guilty to two misdemeanor tax charges he agreed to the diversion program. Look, this is how fucking, like, this. these kind of people know they're just going to get away with stuff. You know what I mean? That's that whole attitude that he had with everything, like, the laptop, the text messages, all that shit. Like, he didn't give a fuck. No. Because he knew once he got, if he got caught, I mean, obviously, he dig it. But he knew once he got caught, they'd just be a slap on the wrist. Go, you know, you can't play in the sandbox anymore. Go sit down. Yeah. There wasn't going to be any, like, pounding-the-ass prison coming. Yeah. So, anyways... But uh, he agreed to the diversion program in lieu of felony charges related to purchasing the firearm. Yeah, which... It's like a... It's a circular... You know what I mean? If you go down to the fucking sporting goods store... Yeah. If you take a video of yourself smoking crack, and then less than a week later, you go down to the fucking sporting goods store... Yeah. And you falsify some information on there, you're getting 10 years in prison. Yeah. Because you ain't nobody. Same thing for me. I ain't, I ain't nobody. But if you get to the point where you're so powerful, you're making million-dollar deals, yeah, million-dollar lobbying deals, and you're not a lobbyist, like, you got the backing of the federal government on your side, you, ain't, but you can do anything you want. But that's what I'm getting at, is that the point... 
there was no punishment for the felony of lying on the form to buy the firearm. That's what they yeah. gave him the diversion for. You know what I mean? Like, that makes no fucking sense anywhere in the world. Yep. That makes no sense. And I guarantee you that judge yeah. that decided on all that or that district attorney or whatever, they got a nice fat check. Oh, yeah. And know? then he has to stay clean for two years. Yeah. He can't, he can't use drugs. But, you know, he went and visited the White House, and then they found a bag of cocaine two days later. Yeah. In which, one of the reading rooms, they said. Cocaine at the White House. It's a hell of a drug. It could be anybody's, to be honest. I mean, you have That's a millionaire crazy. smoking crack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crack is a poor man's drug. Like, and that's another thing that's super hypocritical. And Joe Biden's done this throughout his whole candidacy for everything, for fucking senator, all that shit. He just says what's popular. If he's like, oh, I can get the vote if I say this... That's what he does. So he used to like push for harder punishment for crack cocaine. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, well, your son's smoking crack cocaine. Well, he shouldn't. Hey, I mean, he's struggling with drug addiction, blah, blah, blah. Which I understand. If you're struggling with drug addiction, that sucks. You know, there's help and whatnot. But if you're a president's son and your dad is like, going out there fighting for harsher punishment for crack cocaine and then turns out you're like you know what my drug of choice is i know i'm a multi-millionaire and i could buy all the cocaine in the world i'm gonna smoke crack cocaine it's like he's like a child you know who never grew up just kept getting more money kept doing exactly what he wanted when he wanted to do it it's like watching a molly crew documentary well what's funny too is you know, like you're saying, he used Joe Biden used to be a lot more like harder on wanting to like penalize people harder for drugs and stuff like that. But uh, it wasn't too long ago. I, I want to say it was like 2020 or 2019. I can't remember the year. But Joe Biden's um, presidency. I'm trying to think of the word I'm looking for. His his group. You know what I mean? Like what do they call it? The Biden camp administration administration they had a program to give people free crack smoking kits yeah you know what i mean and one of the reasons he used was in the name of racial equality yeah well and that That dude's a a fucking racist all over and and still everybody everybody that's a minority votes for him and i don't understand it well and what's crazy is it crack cocaine was (laughs) primarily used by the African American community. Right. Like, and that's why a lot of these hardcore, you know, Democrats and Republicans that were racist as shit, which there's videos of Biden back in the day. Oh, yeah. Where he was talking about N word this and N word that. Uppity judges or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And calling them, you know, yeah. Racial slurs and being like, we got enough of them, blah, blah, blah. I apologize. Hopefully Uppity doesn't offend anybody. And just Those are his words. Yeah, but it's just like, he went through all that shit, and then he was harsh on crack cocaine because crack cocaine was primarily used by the African community, African-American community. And then it's like, oh, I'm a change man. I'm good now. I'm, you know, I'm this fucking white savior now, like... Dude. Help me out and I'll help you out kind of thing. And it's just, he says whatever will push him to the oh, front. Yeah. Like, yeah, if Kyle tomorrow... Rittenhouse. Yeah. Kyle Rittenhouse, immediately he was like, he's racist and white supremacist and all this kind of stuff with no facts. Yep. You know, like the day after it all went down, he was calling him white supremacist. But if tomorrow, like, it came out like, oh man, the Asian American community is getting targeted or whatever, he'd be like... Well, we got to be tougher on crime for anybody that hurts Asian. Like, it's just, it's this wave almost. Yeah. I'm going to start a new program. It's called the G-A-Y, the Guns for Asian Youth. Yeah. It's just like, (laughs) but he's just, whatever will get him pushed pushed forward, which I guess it worked. I mean, after all this time being a senator and governor and whatever the fuck, he became president. Yeah. So, I mean, he did it. It took him a long time, but. Yeah, but he did it. He it just had to ride that wave. Eighty what was it? Eighty-one million votes. I don't know. 
I from thirty six counties or something like that. I don't understand that math. Don't add up. I'm telling you, whatever the numbers were, they didn't make sense. <laughs> I four hundred thousand votes from six people. I don't understand. I don't understand how people don't see the bullshit in things anymore. You know, like I said at the Too beginning, looking at TikTok. Yeah, but like I said in the beginning, you and I just point out, hey, this this is bullshit. We got to talk about it. Yeah, we're not. But people turn a blind eye to things they don't want to hear, regardless if it's factual, true, whatever, or right. if it has no evidence at all. Right. Like that Twitter page that I told you about. Yeah. That they don't have any evidence. They just go, you wouldn't believe what fucking so-and-so's doing. Or like the people that go out in the street and ask, like, do you like Donald Trump? And they're like, no, he's a racist. And they're like, well, name me one racist thing he said or did. And they're just like, I just know he's a racist. I got to go. He's a racist. I, I'm late for work, you know. He but said that's the thing. They just get this idea. Anything to the contrary, they're like, nope, don't want to hear it. Nope, I don't want to hear it. And it's like, have you guys looked at... Just take Biden, for example. That motherfucker has been so wishy-washy throughout all the years. Yeah. So you can just and you can look at him and be like, he's not going to do what he said. Right. He's going to say... obvious. You know, hey, man... I will give each and every American $17 million. And people are like, fuck yeah. Vote for him. Woo! Let's vote for that mother. Where's that $17 million, Joe? Yeah. Not happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get to it. You know, it's, it's just like, he's, he's just wishy-washy. Whatever will get him pushed to the front. I heard the, like, Secretary of Defense type guy or something at a White House press conference say that they're gearing up to have 8,500 service men and women ready to go to Ukraine if we need to. If we need to. Yeah, so they're setting up for us to go over there. What the fuck? Like, why do we... When they said in the beginning, we won't get involved. Yeah, we you will were, not. You were in the Air Force. Yeah. I was in the Navy. There was no point for us to go to Afghanistan. We stayed there for 20 fucking years. Yeah, and then, and then Joe pulled the plug. And we were fighting fucking sheep farmers and goat farmers. <laughs> and it took us 20 years and we didn't win. Yeah. We're just so you like, want to go yeah, fight fucking 40 gotta, billion Russians? Yeah. We're going <laughs> to fight fucking Russia? Who has jets and shit? They're not fighting us with sticks and right. shit like that. They got shit all they the toys. Find. They got all the toys. And they got China on their back, too. They got nukes. Ooh. They got fucking jets. They got... It's a bad It's a bad idea. MiG. Like, Russian MiGs. Yeah, the SU-37. Yeah. Or the whatever. fuck? Why, so, why are we poking the bear? Just... I don't know, man. Fuck Ukraine. All right? I'm going to say it. Just fuck Ukraine. It's whatever. Let him have it. Dude, I feel terrible. It was his in the beginning anyway. I feel ter- terrible for people who get invaded and trampled down and all that, but we can't fix it. No. We can't go over there and like throw a dick around in Ukraine and think that Vladimir Putin is just going to be like, oh, okay, well, you guys win. And We can't secure the fucking border of America. Yeah, and granted, <laughs> granted, like... Obviously, I want Ukraine to, you know, keep their independence from Russia yeah. and do all that, and do their own thing and nobody get hurt. I, I I want that personally. However, it's not something you just throw money at, throw tanks at, throw. It's not our war, and America is this fucking. It's like a left out stepchild, you know. Yeah. Where. Say it's a family of four, right? Yeah. There's one kid that's biological that gets all the treatment, everything they want, and then you got this little Harry Potter motherfucker living under the stairs. Mm-hmm. That's us. We're the Harry Potter motherfucker. We just want to be part. Hey, hey, hey! And Ukraine isn't part of NATO. They're not part of shit. They're not. They weren't even supposed to be our ally. Well, they only got their independence in 1991. I mean, they haven't even been a sovereign country that long. Yeah, but it's not like it was our, like, if Russia was like, you know what? By God, we're taking, we're taking Britain. We'd be like, "Uh uh-uh, no, you're not. And we, that's a war that I could be like, you know what? Fuck Russia. We're going to go kick their asses. Hell yeah. Everybody on board? Right. But Ukraine doesn't mean shit to anybody. Except Ukraine. Except for Ukraine and like. Yes, it's emotional and this, that, and the other. But we're not supposed... That's not our war. But just right. like the kid under the stairs, we're like, hey, 
We'll be part of it. Right. So it's the it's the next Vietnam, Korea, Iraq, Iran, Afghanistan, blah 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 blah. List goes on and on. We just get bored. That's what it is. Yeah, but we're not. See, but it's funny to me that they that everybody is so free Ukraine and all this kind of stuff, but nobody cares about any countries in Africa. You know, there, there's just like genocide happening all day, every day. There's nothing there for us. What? It's true. I'm saying like, like Uganda or some of those places over there, they have like fucking pretty much like gangs running the place. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And like, and we're not deploying a bunch of people to Africa to try to stop all that bullshit going on. And in Mexico, like there's, their country is so fucking vast that they don't have enough like army and police and stuff to actually run these small cities and towns. And right. So the gangs take over and the gangs run it. And they say like in these cities and towns that the gangs run, it's more safe than the cities that the police run. But it's like, we're not going, Hey, you guys have gangs everywhere. We're going to do that. We pinned it on the Taliban, Al Qaeda, right? Mm -hmm. Within no time at all. With no evidence. With no evidence. Apparently they found an ID at the fuck. How do you find a fucking ID? Oh, like the passport that yeah. blew out of the plane when it hit the tower? Yeah. It's just like, oh, shit. This must have been him. Yeah. Okay. This guy. this guy was on the plane. We're going to war. And so, people are like, yeah, fuck them. And it's like, that wasn't our war. Because it, it's, it's, you, I mean, you know this as well as I do. It's all about the money. Like you follow the money or whatever, you know, like the, what, there was like a trillion dollars that disappeared. Yeah. Right after 9-11. The Building 7 that had all the financial records for a bunch of agencies. Gone. Oh, burned down because some debris hit it. Get the fuck out of here. But it, that's the thing, though, is it's like all these fucking wars that we have no business in at all. But once we deploy there, it's not like, oh, shit. Yeah, we fucked up. Bring everybody back. Everyone's hot-headed from like... Yeah. Someone attacked us. It's got to be somebody's fault. Al-Qaeda? All right, we're going to go crush them. We're going to go fuck them up. And then after a few years, people are like, should we really be over here? But the people that were questioning, should we really be over here? They were looked at as like un-American and unpatriotic yeah. and shit. And it's like, now, after the war is done, now is when you hear from Fox, CNN, and a, like... All these news organizations, yeah, we probably shouldn't have been over there. Yeah, yeah it was a bad idea. It was a destroy. And what? And what they do to George Bush? Nothing. Exactly. Not a goddamn thing. You seen that video where that veteran dude screaming at him for an apology because his buddies died and stuff? And like they that? kicked him out. Yeah. Yeah. They fucking drug him out of there. He's like, I want an apology, blah yeah. blah. And they're like, get for him the, out of here. For the millions of Arabs you killed and the thousands of troops that died and all that kind of stuff, and they just he just laughed at him and they kicked him out. Yeah, and then even the like. Afghani forces that were working with American troops for oh bro years, we pulled out decades and then we just went pulled the plug got the fuck out of there and the, all those Afghani's that helped us just left them with the bag they're just fucked yeah it's like okay now ISIS has had uh, you know, Taliban ISIS Al Qaeda yeah, has had two decades to build up their forces yeah organize. And Get all that good American money. We're just going to leave you Afghani soldiers out here. Yeah. So, good luck. Yeah. We, I don't know, we might be back deuces. And yeah. then we just left them. Like, you know, the second we left, all those Afghani soldiers oh, were fucked. Their we families threw, fucked everything. We threw them out of the boat with the sharks and fucking drove away. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's just, I don't know, that's a whole other fucked up situation. Anyways, right Hunter Biden. <laughs> Anyways, that cocksucker. Uh, Joe Biden was real hard on crack until he found out Hunter was on crack. And then that program I was telling you about, the safe smoking kits, was a $30 million grant. Oh. Okay. And they said there were no crack pipes in the safe smoking kits. That they had uh, lip balm and alcohol wipes, you know, stuff like that to reduce diseases and things. Mm -hmm. But then um, I think it was the Washington Post said that every site they visited, they were making crack pipes to put in the kits. Now, all right. And then it got shut off, shut down. Once it all came out, they said, we're not going to do it. Never mind. So what are your thoughts on safe drug use areas? I think um, even as far back as 2001 or so when I was in Italy, they had needle suppositories and pickups. Yeah. 
That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That kind I, of stuff. I think people are going to do it anyways. I'd rather have, like, I guess I'd rather have people have access to clean needles. I mean, crack pipes is another thing, but I guess paraphernalia of any kind, really. But, I mean, I don't think you should be, like, handing out blunt wraps, you know. But, yeah, I mean. But heroin needles and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I mean, if you don't, if they don't have them, they're going to share them. And I, I think it is, me personally, I think it's a great social program. Like, there's uh, tents over in, like, UK and stuff that get set up to where people can be monitored as they use. Yeah. You know, so in case they have, and they have, like, Narcan and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. But, like, clean water to use. Yeah. Clean needles. Cotton all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. And it's meant so that people can come there, have a safe space safe space to do their drugs and stuff it's a weird thing about it is yeah you know but like you said they're gonna do it regardless yeah and they could either od on the street at a railroad track yeah and die and be fucking left out there to rot and smell and all that shit or they could od in one of these tents get narcan brought back and sent to the hospital get getting rehab you know i think it's it's almost like inhumane to say that i think it's going too far if we're spending money like uod so now we're going to spend money for narcan and hospitals and all this kind of stuff and you're just going to get out of the hospital and go do it again so yeah sometimes yeah i mean i mean what's probably it's got to be like 90 percent of people who od and get out of the hospital they od again or keep using yeah and it it is a shitty thing it truly is like I don't know. I, I I used to be like, man, fuck them. They OD, fuck them. And then I watched a documentary on that shit where it's like the, they showed the tents and the safe use spaces and all that shit. And it keeps, like, the crime down, too. Yeah, well, yeah. And it keeps, like, like you said, they're going to do it anyways. Would you rather a bunch of heroin addicts walking around with HIV and hepatitis and all this stuff or a bunch of heroin addicts that go to one single location who aren't dying on the side of because you've seen fucking Oregon, right? Yeah. It's horrible. We should just get a we should just get some C130s. Go to Los Angeles, load up all those druggies and crazy people there. Go to Oregon, load all them up, right? Make a quick pit stop in Mexico. Load it up with all the fucking fentanyl and meth black tar. and black tar heroin they can hold <laughs> and just drop them all off in Russia. Yeah. I mean, Russia's bad enough, anyways. I know. Have you seen their drug ec- yeah. epidemic? I, I watched a um, I watched a documentary years ago called like Sex Rubles and something. It was, but it was a documentary about the Russian drug epidemic. Yeah, and it was crazy, bro. Like it was, it's, it was it's as bad horrible. as it was as bad as here. But like the the police would go out and round up all the hookers at night and bring them to the police station. And if they cleaned the police station, they'd let them go. Like. They just didn't want to clean up, so they'd go bust a bunch of them, you know, air oh, quotes, yeah. and be like, hey, if you just clean up all this shit, we'll let you go. <laughs> and so they'd let them go, and then every now and then they'd even give them a couple dollars for cleaning it. But those, they were talking about the heroin addicts over there, and the... Crocodile is a big one, too. This is, I think this was, I'm not saying it was before that, because that was probably already in the works or happening some, but it wasn't part of that documentary. It was mainly just the heroin. It was like... Sex rubles and needles, or something like that. But yeah. the the one of the one of the addicts found we uh, got some heroin. And he didn't have any needles, and he just went to this building, and there was a staircase in there, like to go. It was an apartment building, and he was just like kicking shit around on the floor, and this he was starting to freak out, like he was starting to get dope yeah. sick. And he was like digging through all the trash on the ground, and he found a needle, and he was like, oh, you thought he found Excalibur, you know? He was like, oh, and shot his heroin up. This needle yeah. he just found in the fucking laying in a pile of dog That's shit. That's sad, dude. Like, yeah, it is sad. Especially, I don't know, I feel like there should be more social programs like that. That just, they're like, hey, you don't have to find this dog shit needle with who knows what on it. You can just come here, we'll give you a free one, whatever. Needles are cheap. And a lot of these organizations aren't even funded by the state or the government or anything like that. Like, they're funded by people. So... I don't yeah. know. Anyways, Hunter Biden. Well, they tried to... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, Hunter Biden's lawyer gave a statement, and he said, I know Hunter believes it's important to take responsibility for these mistakes he made during a period of turmoil and addiction in his life. He looks forward to continuing his recovery and moving forward. So, they just played the victim card. Yeah. Oh, poor Hunter Biden. Poor, rich, 
drug-addicted Hunter Biden. You poor son of a bitch. Yeah. None of it was your fault. We understand. Everybody lies and buys a gun. Then, you know, yeah. just don't do it again. Everybody lies and embezzles millions of dollars. And, don't. you know. And what else? Another thing is... um. The the U.S. attorney that handled his case was appointed by Trump too, so I'm sure that was a kick in the pants for Trump, or you know, because he thought he hired somebody that was going to do like yeah. a, a good job, and this guy just threw it out, or it was just this, you know, just like well, we'll let him, you know, let him go this time. But uh, it, so it was the char- the gun charge was from 2018 when he bought a Colt Cobra revolver from a Delaware gun store. And then Haley Biden, the widow of Hunter's brother and his then lover, found the gun shortly and threw it away in a dumpster behind a grocery store. Because that's fucking smart. Yeah, you and then the police bitch. found it. And then the police found it. That is. Oh my god. See, and I don't take that shit lightly when people like just treat guns like, oh yeah, I'll just throw it in a river. Oh, I'll just throw it in a trash can. Yeah. Like, what if the the possibility is there? What if a child gets a yeah. hold of this fucking gun? Yeah. You know, and he's playing guns with his buddies or, you know, whatever. I used to play play airsoft and shit. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I knew about guns, obviously, but what if a child is like, oh, stick your hands out, blah, 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 and just shoot somebody or shoots themselves or, you know, you put the public in danger with that shit. Well, like, some, something else that, was, that stood out was the gun store owner that sold him the gun he made an accusation that the Secret Service tried to take the background check form from him. He wouldn't give it to him and turned it over to the ATF. Oh, shit. But the Secret Service tried to come in to cover it up. I don't doubt it, dude. Like, the whole the whole thing about the Hunter Biden laptop is, like, it was this thing that, oh, it doesn't really exist. It's misinformation by Russia. It, all the emails and all the... Which I know emails is kind of like a buzzword. You know, they call it a dog whistle. You know, if you use like MAGA or, you know, emails or whether it's Hillary Clinton or whoever, they call it a dog whistle because it makes you go, huh? What? Yeah. But legitimately has these emails of hiring prostitutes and shit like this. And there were. They were censoring so much shit during that time. Like, the Mark Zuckerberg, that fucking trippy little bitch. But the FBI came to him and told him, they were like, hey, you need to be on the lookout for Russian misinformation. There's a lot of it going around right now. Mm-hmm. And then anybody that said shit about a Hunter Biden laptop, mm-hmm. they removed it. They were like, nope. Took it down. Took it down. And then it wasn't until way after the fact that they are like, oh, I guess it really does exist. But it was like this thing that, you know, oh, there's no, there's no proof, there's no evidence, which I'm on board with. You shouldn't just believe everything you hear. But there's a lot of, you know, proof going around. that He had, like, the owner of that repair shop that you know the laptop was dropped off at he had like the receipts and shit with hunter's signature and you know all this stuff but after it came out then they did the little backpedaling and was like oh well yeah it's hunter biden's laptop but there's not that much bad stuff on it and then it came out like oh there's hookers and crack and all that okay yeah there's that but there's nothing about like collusion with you know china or anything like that and then after that came out they're like well you know it's it's kind of like what we talked about i think last week or whatever no okay yeah but that other stuff no all right yeah yeah and they just they just keep leaking little pieces out yeah deny 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 and then admit and then say well it wasn't a big deal and that's the same thing with fauci going like well you only need one shot and you can't you can't pass it to anybody after the one shot. It's a pretty good Australian Fauci you got going. Yeah. <laughs> That's a pretty good Fauci. He was in Cuba. Yeah. You know? But yeah. now you need four masks. Now you need one shot, a booster, and wear your mask. All right, masks don't really help. Now wear 
You gotta get two shots. I mean, you're still gonna fucking get it. You're still gonna get it, but it's gonna be less bad. All right, now you're gonna get two shots, 14 boosters, and 76 boosters after that shot. You shouldn't be, all right, fuck it. Anybody can get it, you know. I can't this, see out of my window with all these masks on. Hey, I can't see out of my I fucking wanna, window. I want to throw a stat out there for you. All right. A, so from a statistician point of view. My whole point and all that, yeah. with the Fauci and everything, real quick, is just the fact that when they do that kind of stuff, okay, yeah, but not all the rest of this shit. Mm-hmm. All it does is cause mistrust. And the government and the fucking... These agencies, everything like that. They just came out on top and was like, yep, here's the laptop, here's this shit. And people would be like, oh, fuck, I trust the government again. You yeah, know? instead but, of trying to say, like, it didn't happen, whatever, whatever. Yeah. So check this out. I found some stats. So the, the criminal, the penal code he was charged with was 992G3, I believe. Uh, in fiscal year 2021, because that's the most recent numbers I could find, 7,000, well, actually, there are 57,287 cases were reported to the U.S. Sentencing Commission. 7,454 involved convictions. All right? Okay. Um, let's see. The punishment for those, 96.9% of uh, felon and possession firearm offenders were sentenced to prison. 96% were sentenced to prison. And this, the sentences varied widely from whether a mandatory minimum penalty applied in the case. 14.5% of felon possession firearm offenders were convicted of one or more statutes with mandatory minimum penalty. So 96% of them were charged standalone and sent to prison yeah. for that, that charge that he got. And 14.5% of them were charged with that, plus they tack on... Uh, Armed Career Criminal Act or convicted of violating or another statute carrying a mandatory minimum sentencing. So the 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 point I'm making is 96.9% of those people went to prison. Yeah. And, and once you become important, you don't have to worry about that shit. Like that's crazy, bro. It's just like Trump, right? I'm not going to stay one-sided. Trump got indicted and he got let off like he was able to leave and everything. He wasn't sent to jail just yet and put in holding and stuff but he got let out awaiting trial and stuff with no restrictions no flight restrictions yeah. no nothing right literally nothing this dude has so much money he could disappear tomorrow nobody would know where he's at but he got zero restrictions once you become important to the right people you can get away with literally murder like and that's how Hunter Biden's sitting. He's like, oh, all these people went to prison? I'll be okay. The average sentence for all all instances, or all, I want to say, like, all ranges, you know, whether it was a singular charge or a charge with extra little charges tacked on, was 60 months. That was the average sentencing for those 96% of people char- are convicted. Two years of probation. And, and fucking Haley should be sent to prison, too, for that... Throwing a firearm in the garbage can. Man. Fucking stupid. And but then if, if they were career criminals or had for, former charges, their average was 186 months. Jesus. If you had no if you had no other charges at all, it was the average was 55 months. And see, they so don't that care. was standalone felon in possession of a firearm or felony lying on the yeah, floor. Yeah. So that's crazy, dude. Only uh, 81.7 people were sentenced within the guideline range, like within the like norm. 81% of that. So 81% probably got like maximum of what you can get, I guess, or whatever's in the guideline, whatever they say, 25 to life. Yeah. 10 to 5, 5 to 10, whatever it is. That's nuts, dude. Speaking of 5 to 10, apparently in the emails and like, or it might have been the diary of uh, Joe Biden's daughter. Yeah. I think it might have either been in the diary or the emails or whatever. I heard that old Hunter Biden was sleeping with his underage niece. Oh, I heard that too. I heard that's on the laptop even, that there's evidence of it. Yeah. So he he was in possession of like, and if he had videos or photos, what I mean, that's... The CP. He, yeah, CP. And they just don't... I don't know. 
I feel like anybody should just be, oh, you broke the law, you're fucked, you know. Because if I do that same thing, yeah. I'm fucked. A standard. Yeah. No matter who you are. Yeah, but I'm not important, right. you know. It's fucked up, man. Like they're going to get Trump for his documents. Yeah. And they've all done it. Yeah. <laughs> Dirty fucking bitches. That's why I say it all needs an overhaul. Yeah. Oh, hey, uh, I think it's that Vereshwamy guy that's yeah. for president. He said... He said that if he gets in, that he was going to, I think he said he was going to, like, clean out, I want to say he said, like, 40% of the government programs, that he would just ax them. And Michael Knowles, the talk show guy, uh-huh. the podcast guy, he got a, he got an, uh, um, fuck, what was it called? It's not an act, but like a... A bill a, or no, uh, legislation? It's almost like a suggestion that they take to Congress, yeah, but it's to... Uh, take Fauci's money away and investigate him. Hell yeah. It's active. Like, senators have signed on and it's on the floor. Fuck you. They're trying to get it passed to start investigating Fauci and take his money. Fuck yeah, They can't fire him. They can't fire him, but under some law, the Holman Act or something, they can reduce his salary salary to zero dollars and zero cents. Nice. And then investigate him. That should happen to almost all of them. But, you got anything else? Question everything. That's going to be it from us here at the Greasy Knuckles Podcast. Remember, if you're going to get greasy... Go Knuckles deep. That's right. Holy shit, what is that? What the fuck? Get ready for fucking ear cancer. Here it comes.